From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, welcome to Friday. Glad you're with us. It is another fun Friday on tap for you here on Friday night. And as I say, Christine, every single week, if you've made it to 7 p.m. on Friday, you've made it, baby. Welcome to the weekend. Welcome to the weekend, Kevin. I, it is so good to uh, enjoying this amazing weather too, by the way. It's, it's certainly spring uh, has turned to summer, finally. Yeah. Well, and I know that around my house because last week for the holiday weekend, um, we, the, my kids knew that I, we take them off the pool plan from our gym from, you know, September to, you know, the end of school. And last year I didn't plan on putting them on until after Memorial Day. And I kind of made a mistake because last year Memorial Day was beautiful and we could have had a whole pool day. And so this year I, I did it in advance and turned out the weather wasn't that great for pools and we, and we weren't around anyway. So, yep. it, you know, it didn't really... I paid more and it didn't work out. So, you know, uh, you win some, you lose some and you go on. But this weekend, it is going to be pool and beach and everything else weather and people are going to need to get there. And I, I'm getting the feeling that people are getting a little bit antsy um, in, in in today. And A.B., you were telling us before we went on the air that a lot of people are getting on the trains again. Absolutely, Kevin. And I think one of the best things is that coming out of this pandemic, we're seeing record highs on Metro North, Long Island Railroad, New Jersey Transit, and it's records for ridership. And I love seeing that also, just talking about jobs too, it's 25,000 jobs away from a full COVID recovery wow. in New York. Wow, I, I had not seen that stat, so that's right. impressive. And we got those from our good friends over at uh, City Guide. Yes, we did, David yeah. Miller, who we've had multiple times on Fun Friday. Yep, there was also an article this uh, this week about Ellen Stardust Diner that it is we know outpacing, those guys. outpacing uh, where they were with the pandemic. And our good friend Tom T. Square summed it up as because they've got great food, but great entertainment, uh, you know, in the heart of Times Square. And uh, so they're rocking it over there, which I'm, I'm very happy about. And Broadway we're need to take the show over there one of these nights. Yeah, we we're, we're just going to have to. And Christine's got to sing, you know, with the karaoke with the. Uh, no, with no, the, no, no. You know what? I did. Um, speaking of singing and bands, I had the pleasure for Memorial Day to go see the Gary Sinise Lieutenant Dan Band. Lieutenant Dan? Hey. Yeah, and you ain't got no arms or legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> they put on quite a show at Constitution Hall. And uh, Kevin, if you ever get a chance to go see the Lieutenant Dan Band, take it because not only will you feel good because they play great music, it's basically cover music, but Gary Sinise and his foundation, uh, they are doing this for the troops. They right. honored the Vietnam veterans because it was 50 years of um, anniversary of the return of the Vietnam veterans. So the entire Constitution Hall, it was filled with Vietnam veterans and um, he would give stories and Joe Mantegna was there and uh, they played beautiful videos and you came out just feeling um, so proud to be an American and proud to be able to thank the Vietnam veterans because they did not get that thank you when they came home, Yeah, uh, you know, many, many years ago. So. Yeah, no, I, I get it. And, you know, the um, it's interesting because Memorial Day always makes me think of this. People, for, for one, I don't know why we are so illiterate about our holidays, but people are like, that. that's the day we, we thank all the people in uniform, right? And then, then you get to Veterans Day, like, well, okay, are that people that didn't serve anymore, but they did before, whatever. And I was talking with some folks um, about it, and I said, guys, think about it like this. Memorial Day, Memorial, it's people who lost their lives in service to the country. They paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we could all be the knuckleheads we are walking around here <laughs> with all these freedoms. Um, but 
as someone who's had a lot of service members in my family, as someone whose brother-in-law is active duty now and will deploy for another tour before too long, um, as a, a Naval flight officer, it's one of those things where anybody that's worn the uniform, though they may not have all died, though they may not have all paid that price, they've all been willing to. And that's, we, we can't overcome what a, what a huge debt that is to keep our freedoms secure. So we can't say thank you enough. And, yeah, uh, never can. And the focus this year being on the 58,000 uh, veterans who perished in, uh, at, at Vietnam, um, you know, it is certainly a memorial uh, to them and to all veterans that pay yeah. the ultimate price. Well, that's, that's terrific. Now, I know you enjoyed that concert. And I know that sometimes people wonder <clears throat> how it is that the universe smiles so kindly on me. But did UNAB hear where the lovely bride and I landed last Friday night? Oh, did you? Maybe a Swifty thing? I don't know. Where... <laughs> it, was, it wasn't just a Swifty thing. It was like, and this was literally like a gift from the stars. But um, we were like 12th row. <gasps> on the floor at the eras tour at the eras yeah. tour yeah Eras. and and you knew they were good seats because behind us um was uh, um uh sean mendez oh. and his girlfriend well they have this they had this like name dropper no they had this this hoity-toity tent right that the all the special people which i am not one that all the special people get to go sit in so his girlfriend, I don't forget who's dating, Camilla Cabrillo, is that her name? Camilla Cabello. There you go, there you go. I knew AB would know. <laughs> um, and then like uh, Cara Delevingne, the, uh, the the model, and, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh. Uh, they were all in this like hoity-toity tent, drinking their rosé, waiting for T-Swift to come out and do her thing. But um, yeah, so... The, nice. the bride, the, the lovely bride, was like over the moon. Well, and if if uh, if you want to get a little bit more of Taylor Swift, there is a storyteller exhibit, which I can tell you more about in tips. But uh, <laughs> no cool. way. All yeah. right. Well, we've just connected everything then uh, here at the beginning of the show. Let's talk about what else is coming up on the show tonight. Um, Barb Askins is going to be with us. What is she going to talk to us about? Barbara Askins is the CEO of a 125th Street Business Improvement District, and she's got a lot of things going on. Um, you know, New York Times featured and everybody followed the lawsuit that she has filed um, against the state about the dispensary that is set to, uh, it's not even opened yet, it's not even built out yet, but the site on 125th Street was done with very, with no consultation of the community. And that is not um, setting well with the folks in Harlem. So they are speaking up and uh, Barbara Askins is carrying their voice all the way to court. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole rollout to me, Christine, has seemed very backwards. Like they're like they didn't anticipate certain problems in in right. like they're just not even enforcing some of the stuff that they should be. Well, I and I think people are are very murky about what the law is. I think. Uh, the decriminalization of marijuana does not mean that smoking marijuana everywhere is legal or selling marijuana is legal. It is still illegal to sell marijuana unless you are a dispensary. State. Tell, tell, tell all of Manhattan that. Yeah, tell that to the bodegas that are now selling it and, uh, and possibly um, street vendors and farmers markets and Anywhere else? Get your dirty water dog. Man, you yeah, and your gummies that look like, uh, you know, Swedish fish and everything else that kids are gravitating towards. So, uh, you know, kudos to the state for doing such an amazing job on getting people not to smoke cigarettes. But let's push marijuana. You know, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Why, why, why do I have a feeling that that's not going to work out the, quite the way they intended? Yeah. Well, okay, so we'll talk to Barbara Askins more about that coming up. And then Peg Breen's going to be with us from New York Landmarks. What's going on there? They've got their 50th anniversary, uh, you know, which was founded. We'll hear more about it from Peg, but really to help uh, the landmarks of, of New York City, like Bartow Pell Mansion, Alexander Hamilton U.S. Customs, like my favorite that I get to start my day every morning at the at Grand Central Terminal. That is a landmark. And a beautiful one. And you can't say that for Penn Station. Not, well, I was just Sorry. about to say, not like that other place that we're trying to get rid of. All right, uh, we're coming right back from New York. Don't go anywhere. It's Fun Friday on Radio Night Live.
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0 800 0798. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Are you fed up with hair loss or weak, brittle hair? Invite Health would like to introduce you to Hair Enhance HX. This powerful bioactive formula targets the root causes of hair loss, like stress, hormone imbalance, and nutritional deficiencies, packed with clinically studied nutrients shown to increase hair strength and growth. Formulated to target male and female pattern hair loss with amino acids to strengthen hair and promote new hair growth. This comprehensive formula addresses the multiple causes of weak, brittle, and lackluster hair. Take advantage of this limited time offer by Buy one bottle of Hair Enhance HX as suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code HAIR. Are you ready to get to the root cause and finally see and feel a difference? Call now, 800-673-2345 for Hair Enhance HX. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. I've teamed up with Steve Perillo to create a special offer for our AM970 family, a Perillo tour with yours truly in attendance, three nights in Rome, seeing the important sites like the Vatican, the Colosseum, the Forum, as well as a special dinner performance by yours truly, then fly to Sicily and spend three nights in Taormina. Next, Taormina's Godfather tour. Visit the medieval villages of Forza d'Agro, in Savoca, see the famous Barbatelli where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Next, on to Palermo for three more nights before flying home. A Perillo tour is a stress-free escorted vacation where you do not lift a finger. Call today, 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or please visit perillotours.com. Segula, live, weekdays at 4 p.m., on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. You can't sleep. You can't eat. There's no doubt you're in deep. Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. Another kiss is all you need. All, all right, Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas, glad to have you with us on the Friday edition, the fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live, where we talk about a lot of things for your weekend. But Christine, there are big issues that we sometimes address too. And uh, that's why we want to take a little trip north right now. That's right. We're going to head over to 125th Street, really one of the most historic neighborhoods, areas in New York City. And, uh, you know, and because it is so famous, 
it is really under a spotlight. So whatever happens in Harlem on 125th Street, it seems like the world knows all about it. It's a little bit like Times Square, right? But so up on a Har 125th Street, Harlem is blessed to have someone at the helm there that is running the 125th Street Business Improvement District, and that's Barbara Askins, and she's been serving in that position. Can I say how many years, Barbara? You can, you can, you can definitely do that. I think it's, is it 30 years or is it? We make our 30 year anniversary, September 1993, when David Dinkins signed the bid into law. Well, congratulations. Wow. And I've had the pleasure of working with Barbara Askins over the over the many years when I was at City Hall and then when I was at NYC and Company. And I got to tell you, Kevin, if you want to know what is going on on 125th Street, there is one person to go to, and that is Barbara Askins. So we are so blessed that you are on Radio Night Live this evening. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you much, very much, Christine. And so nice to meet you, Kevin. You too. And thanks for being here. We were getting a chance to know each other in the break a little bit. And you, she, you're right, Christine. She was telling me all the stuff that's uh, going on. But Barbara, I was very taken by some of what you had to say because it appears and it feels, and I sense from what you were telling me that it's the reality that there's still things not done a certain way when it comes to, to Harlem and this you've you've actually announced a lawsuit due to some things that are going on can you bring us up to speed on all that well yes and and it's good that you mentioned uh, the 30 years because because of that historical context uh, when I started resources were not flowing into Harlem and the community had to band together to make things happen. And I get a lot of um, accolades and credit for 125th Street, but I'm not the only one. There were people who were working on 110th Street, somebody working on 116th, someone working on Astor Place, someone working in Mount Morris Park. And together we were to try to bring it back. And so, and that was during the times when we didn't have resources. But you know, historically and around everywhere, when a community start come back, people see opportunities and start bringing things that they feel, they feel looking from the outside is needed. And that's where the problems come because they have not worked with the community. They don't know the problems. They don't know how difficult it is to manage. And that brings you to the lawsuit. It's like we are not against the the whole bringing you know the legality to cannabis we are not against it being in harlem but what we're saying is that the way we've been able to bring the community to a point to where you would even find it attractive to be here is working together and none of that happened you know you needed to work to understand what the person next to you is what's gonna be the impact for them. How, you know, what is actually taking place there? How do we manage the existing and bring in something that's gonna have a major impact? And so the whole concept of because you have the authority, because let's be real, you had the authority to write the rules and the laws and the rules and the laws didn't include a real community involvement uh, component. Mm -hmm. So legally, you know, it's right because you wrote your own laws to be able to do what you're doing, but how is that gonna impact the existing work from the past, 30 years worth of work, and how do we manage? that? Those are the issues. So just to put it into context, we are speaking with Barbara Askins, the president and CEO of the 125th Street Bid, which a month ago filed a lawsuit in state court to um, to get a better understanding of how the State Dormitory Authority, State Dormitory Authority, and the Cannabis Office of Cannabis Management was able to pick a site for the New York State Dispensary uh, without any community input. When in the rules that were written by the state, it clearly states that they need to have uh, certain places that this can 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 be in. That and so tell us what the objection is and and why um and i think it has to do with school children and you know where it is on 125th street that you find uh you know objective well well first thing that block between where the apollo is between um adam clayton powell and frederick douglas boulevard is the most high traffic block next to lennox avenue on 125th street because lennox avenue is a transportation hub the apollo draw a lot of people and 
looking from the outside, you may think it flows smoothly, but every time there's an event, there's a community effort for how to manage it. The Apollo bring a lot of kids. There's children programming that comes in there. Turo College is right there, have children programming. There's children stores in that one block. There are basically over 28 different services or organizations that attract children to that block. In addition to the fact that you have the children's, the Manhattan Borough Suspension Center for kids who basically may have been suspended for being caught with drugs uh, and they go there to, for a hearing so they don't get out of school completely and a drop-off center for homeless kids of less than 50 feet away. And so it becomes, um, we also have businesses that are safe havens for kids because we do still have, and there's no sense in hiding it because it makes the news, we have a lot of drug use and drug sales going on all in that block. So the police department, the business improvement district, the Department of Health Services, Department of Mental Illness, all of us are already overstretched and combining our efforts to try to maintain, and this is a pylon. And this is also at-risk children. These are kids that uh, are suffering already from uh, drug, drug issues or just uh, behavioral issues if they're not going to school and they're suspended. And there was a rule in place that was to try to protect kids like this specifically from being in proximity to uh, the distribution of marijuana and that seems to be upside down now and and uh, so has what is the um, what's the status of the case right now Barbara uh, as I understand it a judge has been assigned and uh, that there is uh, a date for to hear the case that's uh, coming up relatively soon. I don't have the exact date here available, but that's supposed to be coming up to allow us to, you know, to present our case. And we're looking for a favorable understanding of exactly what the conditions are, to have a conversation that's not bounded around the, the benefits of marijuana. You know, that's been the hardest thing for us to separate. It takes so long to have a conversation you know, because it goes off to us being NIMBY or against, you know, cannabis. Right, and it's really just a, about a local issue. And I gotta tell you, Kevin, it might be local in Harlem, but all of the neighborhoods that are suffering right now are watching very closely yeah. at Barbara Askins and the 125th Street well, bid took the courage to do this. And what this is exposing, and we have another segment with Barbara to come back and I wanna hit on this, is that it, there seems to be a bit of either chaos or control that's not going along with what the rules were in terms of how they're implementing it. So we want to get kind of like everybody on the same page so that we're not having uh, these these issues. We're coming right back. Uh, so honored to have Barbara Askins with us uh, from the 125th Street bid. She's Christine. I'm Kevin. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The nation's employers stepped up their hiring in May, adding a robust 339,000 jobs, well above expectations and evidence of enduring strength in an economy that the Federal Reserve is desperately trying to cool. Friday's report from the government reflected the job market's resilience after more than a year of rapid interest rate increases by the Fed. YouTube says it will stop removing content that claims the 2020 election and other past U.S. presidential elections were marred by widespread fraud, errors, or glitches. The Google-owned video service said in a blog post Friday that it wanted to avoid the unintended effect of curtailing po political speech without meaningfully reducing the risk of violence or other real-world harm. On Wall Street, the Dow by 701 points. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings 
for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. This is Mike Gallagher. Visit the Holy Land with me, Dennis Prager, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Call 855-565-5519 or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. For over a century, local broadcasting has evolved with the needs of the community. We move past the stigmas of opinion journalism and bring the most relevant news online, on air, and on the go. You have trusted us with your news, sports, weather, and entertainment. Trust us to keep moving with you. Text RADIO to 52886 and tell Congress local broadcasting is here to stay. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Always going, don't know where. Always showing, I don't care. Don't love nobody, it's not worthwhile. All alone, I'm running wild. And now, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, Christine Nicholas, back with you on the Friday edition of Radio Night Live and having a, a somewhat serious conversation for the Fun Friday show. Uh, but, Christine, when you mentioned that we were going to be speaking with Barbara Askins of the 125th bid about this, um, Barbara, I just yesterday, just less than 24 hours ago, had a conversation with um, someone who is very intimate with city officials. And this was, you described kind of the the way they didn't keep their word in terms of how they kind of figured out this location and just kind of dropped it into Harlem. Um, the the number of licensed dispensaries are finite. They're limited. They're, by law, there's only going to be so many. It's my understanding through this person who's familiar with what's going on that the illegal dispensaries are outnumbering the legal ones by probably five to ten to one at minimum across the, the metro area, but specifically in New York. And the illegal ones are offering lower priced cannabis. They're offering, uh, you know, easier access and all kinds of things. And they're not, of course, they're not paying taxes on it or anything else because it's an underground operation. But there's no enforcement of it, of any of it either. And it seems to me that that coupled with what you're dealing with, that there's either a very chaotic rollout to all of this that no one's really like minding the store on or that maybe people are doing this on purpose and just don't care. I'm curious, do you have an opinion about the process as a whole, specifically what you've seen from it from your perspective and what would be some hopes and some suggestions that you'd like to, to make to it? Well, it is inconceivable to me that you rolled out a program that had on um, you know, an industry that had been illegal for years and with no enforcement mechanism in place and think that the illegals are gonna disappear because you wrote a law. I, I, I just don't, that doesn't make any sense. And so it maybe it should have been the other way around. They should have gotten the law in place not just the law, then there has to be what they have ways and means committees. So there has to be a way and means to enforce the law. And so this is coming from the state and then with the expectations of the city, I can tell you right now, it took us over a year to get 
a, a, a reasonable number of police officers on 125th Street to address the issues we're facing now, and it's not enough. So, you know, does the city even have the resources to enforce the state laws that have been put in place? And I think this whole thing about focusing so much the talking points on the illegals is not really getting down to the real root of the problems. You have people selling on, you know, marijuana on tables, you know, outside. And the state just passed, the, you know, a law OCM, I read the article, they're now gonna start allowing the farmers to sell marijuana at the, you know, farmer's markets because the growers did not, cannot sell their product because there's only 11 legal dispensaries. So why do you think that you're not gonna get more street vendors selling on the street if you're gonna allow it to be, and it's just like, I don't understand. It just seems as though from a business perspective, you know, you put your business plan together and then it's checklist, 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 check, checklist to success. This seems to be, oh, well, we need to do this. Oh, well, we need to do that. And in the meantime, the community has to manage and live. Right. With it. You're stuck picking up the pieces from all the chaos. Yes. Well, there is one way that uh, Barbara Askins, who is our guest this evening, the president and CEO of the 125th Street Bid, is addressing this. And Barbara, could you tell our listeners about your interagency task force and what you're doing? Uh, I think on a monthly basis, you meet with everybody? Yes. Well, it started during the pandemic because right out during the pandemic, everywhere, all over New York City, actually all over the country, there was this proliferation of people with mental illness, homeless, addiction, uh, drug use, drug sales, and storefront bashings, bashings of the, you know, the uh, bus shelters, just a lot of things to deal with. And of course, naturally, we as business improvement districts work with this on an ongoing basis. And it got to a point where there was such level of frustration that people were looking at hiring people, you know, with weapons to protect their properties in front of the street. So we came up with working again with my property owners um, to pull together all the agencies, use one of our vacant storefronts so they can all talk together on how to solve these problems. And the reason for that is because when you went from agency to agency, each one was passing the buck. It's not me, the police should be doing that. No, I prosecute, but the judge can't do this. So we literally say, okay, let's put everybody into the room and you know and talk together you say what you're saying to me in front of everybody so i will tell you it took us about three months and we were meeting then weekly to keep people from um you know blaming each other and if then we people, started coming up with solutions if people want to know more barbara how can they be in touch with what you're doing well you could reach me at bid one two five t h s at AOL.com. That's the email I open frequently. All right. Um, thanks for being with us. We will check back in with you to get an update uh, in the near future. It's Radio Night Live. Don't go anywhere. Are you considering a unique way to enhance your investment knowledge this year? Then sign up today for the all-inclusive Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Along with our trusted partner, The Money Show, we're setting sail this December to explore some of the most beautiful and unspoiled destinations in the Caribbean. But this is no ordinary vacation. It's a chance to learn from top Eagle financial experts like best-selling authors George Gilder, Mark Skousen, and others who will be hosting a series of workshops and seminars throughout the trip. Imagine lounging on the sun deck while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals or enjoying a gourmet dinner at the same table with one of our leading financial authorities. This once-in-a-lifetime cruise is a perfect way to combine education and relaxation to achieve your investment goals. This cruise will sell out quickly, so visit EagleFinancialCruise.com today to learn more and to secure your cabin. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0, 800-651-0798. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Back to Kevin McCullough and Radio Night Live from New York. All right, it is Friday night, the fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live. And Christine, we did talk about some serious things in the first uh, couple of segments there with Barbara, but we're, we're celebrating something uh, in this segment. So I like celebrations. Introduce our next guest for us. Yes, and we're celebrating a major landmark here in New York City, celebrating 50 years of the New York Landmarks Conservancy, and which is headed I up see by what Ted you did Green. There. Yeah, yeah, okay. This is, you know. The landmark yeah. of the landmarks. Exactly. That was Peg witty, Green, yes. Uh, has just been at the helm and has done a beautiful job of uh, making New Yorkers and all folks really understand the value of our landmarks, our buildings that speak to the history of New York. Uh, so welcome Peg Breen to Radio Night Live and, and tell us more about the 50th anniversary of the New York Landmarks Conservancy and, and a bit of the background of the of Landmarks Conservancy. Okay, well, first of all, thank you, Christine, and thank you, Kevin, for having me. Um, we are very uh, grateful <laughs> to be celebrating our 50th anniversary because there was no guarantee in 1973 that we would be. Um, but we had a really um, visionary band of founders who realized that a landmarking a building is not always enough to save it, particularly if they have a need for restoration and repair. Um, so we were always created to um, help building owners save their properties. And we've done that through easements, we've done that through uh, a loan program that is now the largest preservation loan revolving fund in the country. Um, and we've helped almost 300 buildings, property owners throughout the city. Um, and we were giving loans in Harlem and parts of Brooklyn in the days when homeowners there either couldn't get or couldn't afford conventional financing. 
um, we have a statewide program of grants for landmark religious institutions all across the state. We've helped um, 800 different um, institutions of all denominations, often more than once, um, with grants and technical help. And we have emergency grants for nonprofits that were, and these were amazingly busy during uh, the pandemic, much to our surprise. There was, there was just a lot of problems happening with um, small nonprofits. And so our grants were enormously helpful. And we also have grants to um, for nonprofits that are not in emergency conditions, but really need to understand some technical aspect um, of the building before they can do any work to repair it. And finally, we, we have um, a lot of free advice for people. If you could call us and find out an architect, an engineer, you can find out if the people who knocked on your door and said your mortar needed replacement are correct or not. We'll actually go take a look and, and tell you. So um, I think of us as the ghostbusters of preservation. I love that. We're uh, gonna call Peg. Peg, bring Peg. Let me. I gotta ask you this question because ever since I watched the um, uh, the uh, series, the the PBS series on the history of New York, which was not, it, it was one of the brothers, the documentarian Ken brothers, Christine. It was, Ken, it was Rick. It was Burns Rick. That oh, did, it was Rick. Yeah, Rick, Rick did New York. New York. And one of the things that they very much emphasized, and my father-in-law is an architect, so this is kind of you know close to home uh, for us. Um, one of the things they emphasized in the different periods of New York City's history is this kind of give and take with honoring the past and being the frontier, break all the rules, you know, jump into the future city that New York has always been. And it has always been kind of in that like tension back and forth between the two. So what kind of qualifies as a landmark versus a legitimate need to go into the next generation? And I, I can't help Christine, but think about some of the arguments we're having now about, you know, around Madison Square Garden and what should be done with it. Uh, the buildings around it, the, the neighborhood, the park that they want to build, the one group wants to build. I mean, there's a lot of discussion about all of that, but how does that get, you know, seated down to like the, the bare nugget of what needs to happen? Well, first of all, we recognize that the city's always going to grow and change. That is New York. But what really makes us unique are the layers of history. Because in every period that there's been turmoil and new growth, there's also been preservation. So we have incredible layers of history that really uh, root us, give us our identity, um, and really make us who we are. Um, so to become a landmark building or a landmark area, there has to be either architectural distinction or cultural distinction. Um, there, preservationists are doing a lot more now um, in um, you know, various communities where the buildings may not be necessarily high-end architecture, but have a, a residence with the neighborhood. Somebody lived there, an important thing happened there. Right. Um, so we try to honor all the disparate groups in New York. Uh, we try to save uh, landmark neighborhoods where people have really uh, had a lot of psychic as well as financial investment in their neighborhoods. And they're usually more of a, a piece architecturally. Um, and um, we acknowledge the tension, but um, we always try to reach out. I mean, we're all, you can't be in New York if you don't love buildings. So we yeah, spend true. a lot of time talking to the Building Congress and Rebney and individual uh, construction companies. Um, really trying to work together in the interests of the city as a whole. Yeah, so, my father-in-law wasn't thrilled that I got promoted to Market One in media. He was thrilled that he could come come here and look at all the buildings because he just <laughs> wanted to come and tour all the all the cool stuff. And you know, Christine, this is a very relevant conversation for us because right next door to our studio here uh, are the graves of Alexander Hamilton and. Uh, his wife and her sister and you know if it weren't for and i think um that the church even has the original steeple still on the ground next to the cemetery as well so there's obviously a desire to constantly remember our history but you know well peg breen is our guest and for the 50th anniversary of the new york landmarks conservancy you have a program on your website 
called 50 for 50. Can you give us, uh, how do we find your website and also just a, a sampling of what you can see on that? Sure, um, it's uh, www.nylandmarks.org. And um, you'll see um, a 50 for 50, which is, we selected 50 of the hundreds of buildings. I mean, in any given year, we have worked on hundreds of buildings. So we picked 50 um, and gave you a bit of their history, told you what we've done, told you why the buildings are important, told you how to get there, told you if there are any activities going on in connection with the anniversary you should know about. And um, in every, touches every borough. So that would be that would be easy to find. It also has an introductory video that tells you a bit more about the conservancy overall and all the programs that I that I mentioned earlier and how we can be helpful to property owners. Well, we've got to take another break. Uh, Peg, thank you for being with us. And Christine's got her tips when we come back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. The vote late Wednesday evening finalized a tactical win for Kevin McCarthy and Republicans on spending and a humiliating retreat by Joe Biden. The president spent 97 days refusing to negotiate any deal to raise the debt ceiling and tried to bluff McCarthy with a game of chicken over a technical default. McCarthy's success in passing a debt ceiling increase with substantial cuts and no tax increases forced Democrats to negotiate on McCarthy's terms and agree to cut hundreds of billions from planned spending. Are there reasons to criticize this debt ceiling deal? Yes, but this is a debt ceiling negotiation on budget items already passed by Congress. It was not a budget negotiation, but it does set the stage for that next budget negotiation, and on terms more friendly to conservatives. McCarthy's ability to pass the first bill demonstrates that the Speaker and the House majority are forces to be reckoned with. Clearly, more is needed. But in order to achieve that, Republicans have to win more elections. It was a tactical win. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of action filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515 or visit PerilloTours.com. The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Well, I hope you have had a great evening. It is always, uh, it's, I think personally, it's the best way to end on Friday, uh, to spend it with the Fun Friday crew. Um, AB, always appreciate everything you do. And Christine, we are um, looking forward to a fun weekend of fun things to do. What are they? 
Well, I got I to gotta tell you, a shout out to our guests tonight, because it was really a fascinating discussion with Barbara Askins up at the 125th Street uh, bid. For more information about the lawsuit that she referenced and other things, just go to www.harlembid.com. And then for more information about the New York Landmarks uh, Conservancy, and by the way, Kevin, if you go on their website, they have the, the 50 for 50 that Peg mentioned but she didn't mention all of the amazing landmarks that are on there. Uh, just check out uh, nylandmarks.org. So it's harlembid.com and nylandmarks.org um, for more information. And you had mentioned earlier on in the show that you went to see the Taylor Swift concert, one of the lucky I, I lost my man card doing it, but yes, we went. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there is, uh, wasn't, an easy ticket. So if you didn't get a ticket or if you did and you want more of Taylor Swift, um, there is a new Taylor Swift Storyteller exhibit and it's at, um, it is at the MAD. It's Museum of Arts and Design, known as MAD. Um, and it is at 2 Columbus Circle at 58th Street. And it is, um, you can see some of the costumes, some of the videos. Um, and it also has a lot of videos of Taylor Swift telling about her story. Um, so check it out. Tickets are $18 for adults and free for anyone 18 or younger. That's pretty cool. It's usually like free for toddlers, but I think this is, you know, Taylor Swift has been on the forefront of like fighting the ticket scalping thing. And, yep. uh, you know, she wants more access to, uh, her concerts and look at what's going on with this exhibit. It's free for anyone 18 or younger. So that is helping with access. More information can be found at madmuseum.org, M-A-D, madmuseum.org. So check that out. And then one of my favorite holidays is June 14th, because what is June 14th, Kevin? Flag Day. Thank you. So Flag Day at one of my favorite restaurants, which is also a landmark, is Francis Tavern, which I don't know if you've been to, but everybody is welcome. Um, Francis Tavern, although being a landmark, it is open to the public and you can have wonderful meals there. You can go to the museum there. So the museum has a special Flag Day open house weekend, which is this weekend. So $1 admission at the museum, Friday through Sunday. Um, it is really a fantastic gem of New York located at 54 Pearl Street. Uh, the museum's open from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. and you can find out more information at francistavernmuseum.org. And at uh, the at the Shea du McCullough, uh, every day is flag day. Of course it is. We, we fly that flag 365. So. Fly it high, fly proud. That's it. Um, speaking of um, people we are so proud of, Wendy Hilliard Gymnastics Foundation, she had her gala last night. Um, and she's been on the show. This is a, she's a wonderful national rhythmic gymnast champion uh, from a few years ago. And now Wendy Hilliard offers low or no cost gymnastics to uh, the kids in Harlem. And she's just doing amazing work. She had this beautiful gala last night. George and Tim, our friend from the Marriott Marquis was one of the honorees. And so was um, uh, Donna Di Verona, who was an Olympic swimmer. Um, but there's a there's an auction. So if you weren't able to go to the event, you can go on www.32auctions.com slash WHGF23 for Wendy Hilliard Foundation. Go on there, check out some of the items. You'll benefit from it. But more importantly, the kids who are um, doing amazing uh, things in uh, with the Wendy Hilliard Foundation, they will benefit from it. Thank All you right. so much, Kevin. Have a wonderful weekend. Lo a lot of great stuff. And friends, if you have absolutely nothing else to do, Saturday night, 9 o'clock, Salem News Channel, we've got Senator Josh Hawley. We've got the director of the Lawfare Project, uh, Brooke Goldstein, ESQ. We've got, um, uh, who else? Oh, Dr. Francisco Contreras, who's a pioneer in the cancer uh, cure department. And we've also got, for those of you that did not get tickets, we've got an exclusive look inside the Eras Tour with Taylor Swift in our spotlight. You're not going to want to miss it. 9 p.m. Saturday, Salem News Channel. Thank you, AB. Thank you, Christine. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.